The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Leadership today is more than just a position in an organization. It's also a mix of proven practices that produce results. Welcome to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. Our program will bring you the how and why of successfully led businesses or organizations with not-for-profit goals and how you can apply the Adesis Methodology and make it work for you. Now, here is Dr. Ishak Adesis. Hello, hello, hello to everyone. This is Dr. Isha Kadizis. This is our weekly radio show. And I have, I'm talking to you from California, from the Napa Valley, the wine country of California. I'm in Santa Rosa, California right now. And our guest is Vlad Berda, and he's talking uh, from Odessa, Ukraine. And we are very glad to have him on this show. Good afternoon. I think it's afternoon for you, Vlad. Good afternoon, Vlad. No, it's uh, 10 p.m. Oh, my God. It's late. It's a little bit late. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I hope you're still awake and you can do this show. Yes, definitely. I'm awake. I'm ready. It's noon time here in California. And our recording is being done out of Arizona. Welcome to the new world and a global village. So many people, different places. Uh, our, our our guest, I'm very, very happy to have Vlad on this uh, radio show. Uh, uh, tell me, uh, Vlad, let's start with, tell me about your company. What does the company do and how big it is and how old it is? Okay. Uh, I started the company in 1994, 18 years ago, when my first son was born. Um, it was no baby food on the market and he also need uh, he need baby food because her, uh, his mother couldn't provide enough breast milk. And I was traveling to Moscow, and I brought baby food from Moscow. And I decided how other Odessa's fathers or mothers how they could solve this problem. And I found it as a very good business opportunity. And I brought a small portion of baby food. Uh, to Odessa. It was sold out almost immediately just for three hours. Even we didn't have any supermarkets, any modern trade, just like a commissionary store because it was just three years old of Ukraine. The country was still very young. And I understood that this is a golden mine. And from there, I am in this uh, sphere in children products. So we have a biggest uh, retail chain in Ukraine. We have more than 50 stores. Uh, we have distribution chain. We are serving 8,000 clients B2B. And also we have a boutique chain, which we are selling very expensive brands like Ipin Capalina, Dior, Armani, Gucci, and so on. This is our business. Uh, and 
Why did you come to Adizis? By the way, how did you discover Adizis? Let's start with that one. Oh, it's a, it's a very interesting story how I discovered Adizis. In 2003, I was uh, in IMD in Lausanne, and I was in the leading the family business course, which uh, the program director was John Ward. And uh, I was so excited that in the end I asked him, uh, what uh, do you recommend me to read? And he said, I recommend you just read one book. Uh, the author of this book is Isha Kadiris, and the name of the book is Mastering Change. And after his recommendation, I completely forgot about it. And six months from that, I found in my pocket the small sheet of paper in which I found this note, Isha Kadiris, Mastering Change. And I ordered the book uh, from Amazon, and I ordered it in a way that it, it should come to my Dusseldorf exhibition where I was trying to find a good shoes, collection of shoes for my shops, children's shoes. And uh, I received the book in the evening. I, ha I had absolutely nothing to do, and I started to read it, and I finished in the morning, so I couldn't stop. <laughs> and in the morning, I called to my secretary and said that you should buy me two tickets to Santa Barbara because it was a wonderful picture of Ichi Kadiris on the other side of the book with the five kids. And I decided that I personally should go to Santa Barbara to your office to get acquainted with you and to start work. Oh, and my story. God. I thought you, re you read the corporate life cycles. I didn't realize it was no. Mastering Change. What no. did you find in Mastering Change? So, how do I call it, exciting or interesting okay. that made you fly immediately to Santa Barbara. Okay, I, I, I could tell you, I could explain it very easy. In 2003, I hired a very expensive consultant. Uh, you know him, he's a Gregory Reiter, who was from Dallas State, uh, Texas. And he made a very um, sophisticated strategic plan of our company together with our team, of course. And we completely failed in implementation of this strategic plan. So we had the best strategic plan from the beginning of the company. It was for 2003, so nine years old of the company. And something like 10% implemented after one year, uh, after one year of uh, starting point of implementation. And when I read the book, I completely understood why we didn't uh, achieved anything because we did not use team. We have individual responsibility. We didn't use coalescence of authority, power, and influence. So we didn't create similar teams or anything like that. We just eliminate people who are not fulfill their tasks. And because n n none of them fulfill their tasks, we should eliminate almost <laughs> all of them, including myself. Oh, my God. So finally, I understood that in uh, one year from now, I will have no top management, and I should fire everybody and also quit the company by myself because we could not uh, implement the strategy. And when I read the book, I understood why, because we didn't create the teams. Wonderful. You know, I, I, to a commentary for the audience, it's better to have mediocre strategy that you implement and to have an outstanding strategy you don't implement because even a billion times zero equals zero. So what you experience there is an outstanding decision which you could not implement because you did not have what we call it the methodology copy. And without copy, it did not work. Oh, my God, that's very interesting. 
So you came, you came to us asking for what? What was it? What did you okay. ask us to do for you? I came, I came to Santa Barbara. I didn't find you because he was absent here, and I found Sunil Davidi, who was a administrative or program director of Adidas Institute, and he asked me. From where, uh, from where are you from? So from where you come? I said I'm, I'm coming from Ukraine, and he asked me where is it Ukraine? <laughs> I said okay, let's 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 watch at the globus at the uh, map, and I will show you where is Ukraine. And I showed him where is Ukraine. And he said, oh my God, we had a SEE office, Southeastern Europe office, which is very close to, to you. So maybe we could send some people from SEE office to your company. So it was the beginning of work. He explained me about Sindak, about the 11 phases, and we started work. You started working with, with Southeast Europe office? Yes. Uh, first Sindak was made by Zvezda and Nibosh. Oh, my God. And then what happened after that? Uh, I, I think we made all possible mistakes that new company could do in Sindak. First of all, I invited too much people. It was something like 27 or 28 people because I didn't know precisely whom I should invite. So I, invite, I invited almost everybody whom I think could be useful in this meeting, and it was too much. Second, uh, because I, I tried to do it so excellent that I read all your instructions and even having a wonderful conference hall in the office, we found the place which was outside of Odessa. We produced uh, the own instructions concerning the furniture, the chairs, and everything. So we were so much in details about A, about administrating a process. Uh, and we are expecting some miracle. And in the end of the session, it was three days of the session, we had a lot of energy uh, good energy because people uh, they felt that they're completely involved in the process of making decision and in the process of uh, somebody asking them for, for problems so what kind of problems we have in the organization so it was very very good at the beginning and then and then what happened after the syndic what happened after that after the syndic we have uh, we, we should have the, the phase number two senior teams and I I sent to educate integrators of senior teams absolutely wrong people, 18 wrong people. So I didn't understand what does it mean to integrate senior teams. And I sent the people with the managerial potential, but they n never could integrate senior teams. So I did this mistake. And then I made mistakes when I created the POC because uh, I didn't gather legitimate people for that. So I made a lot of mistakes when uh, when we did the first 11 circles. But in the second one, it was okay. Good, good, good. What? Uh, let's take a break because I have a very important question to ask you. Just a second, let's take a break. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. TopLeaf is a turnkey management development curriculum that consists of a set of 20 to 30-minute videos presented by Dr. Ishak Adesis, creator of the methodology and founder of the Adesis Institute. The Adesis methodology is considered by many to be a solid foundation for all organizational development. 
The Top Leaf curriculum is made up of three programs. Top Leaf can be used by individuals, by organizations, and by trainers and consultants looking for new content to offer their clients. For more information about Top Leaf, visit www.adesis.com. Dr. Ishak Adesis is one of the leading management experts in the world. He has written 14 books that address the challenges facing top management. Books by Dr. Adesis can be found in 24 languages. They can be purchased at the Adesis store at www.adesis.com or on Amazon.com. Electronic versions are now available for three of the books with more to come. These books reflect over 40 years of study in the fields of management and organizational change. Pick up a copy of one of the books for yourself or as a gift today. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to paula at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. As a company, I remember you are considered one of the best companies utilizing the methodology. You did very well with the methodology. You were very committed. And you really advanced, I think, most of the phases. Not all of the phases, but more of the phases of the program. What stands out in your mind as the most important contribution that you can really say that really helped my company? What was the Uh, best contribution? Okay, it's very easy. Very easy. Phase number five. Which is structure. Yeah, I could explain why. Uh, In the beginning when we just started, uh, we were trying to find any breakthrough technology how to increase turnover because if the company is starting from zero, from scratch, and trying to be the national leader, you should, you should have some breakthroughs in, in your development. So one of the uh, very important breakthroughs in our development was that I delegated the development of the subsidiaries to the chief or directors of the subsidiaries. So finally, I had a subsidiary in Kiev, Lvov, Kharkov, and Dnipropetrovsk, and also in Odessa head office. And in uh, five or six years after having the subsidiaries, I received five or six different companies because it was no rules, it was no central office who are managing or controlling all these subsidiaries. Um, Top management were not concentrated in head office, but top management considered was a chiefs or directors of these subsidiaries. So restructuring number five gave me opportunity to have more control and power in my hands and organized top management team. So in 2005, when I first time made this number five, this schedule, schedule integrated number five, uh, we uh, achieved uh, to move the uh, the most power and the most authority from the cities to the center, to the head office. Otherwise, they couldn't develop anymore because we were like 
building this completely different structure of floors. One floor was one size, another floor was another size. So it was no rules, no principles. It was very difficult to manage. Wow, so structure. Did the, uh, 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 how did it, the methodology help you in your personal life? Because you were managing the company husband-wife, and husband-wife managing a company is not very easy, especially because by definition, husband-wife are different styles, complementary team, and that can create a lot of problems. How did that methodology help you, if at all? If not, tell us that it did not. Uh, of course, methodology helped me a lot uh, in professional and personal life. First of all, methodology creates a special language in the organization. So nobody could understand you when, when you say PIP or POC or SINER team or SINDAC or something like that. And this is, uh, uh, also creates a special culture in the organization when everybody understands what does it mean, all this APTAS, green unit, red unit, and so on and so on. And everybody very involved in this language. Concerning the styles, uh, of course, we, we had, with my wife, we, have, we had quite different styles. Uh, she was more grounded. I was more flying in the sky, uh, which was very good uh, complementary to each other. And, um, of course, understanding that respect and mutual trust to each other is giving us quite more benefits than just fight, which is very regular for the couple in the family business. Um, was helped us a, lo a lot, just understanding of this fact and also using of this uh, fact and, and, and nurturing mutual trust and respect, not only in the organization, but in the family. Wonderful. Now, you, your wife, unfortunately, tragically passed away. What do you do now? How do you have a complementary team now? Who is doing the complementary role now? Uh, because of the methodology, uh, my role in the company is not so dominant anymore because I have a, a three uh, chiefs of green units who are operating the uh, business units. I also have uh, red units. So my role is only integrating. So it's, it's not anymore like mother and father in the organization but when the company is like a startup or the company is infancy or even in a go-go. So we are definitely, I don't know, adolescence, prime, uh, stability, aristocracy, but definitely not on the stage where when you, you should have ma mama and papa for your organization. So being a good integrator even before and uh, staying integrator now, I think I could manage uh, the fact that I am alone in the organization. Wonderful. understand. And now... The, how is the company doing? Is the company growing? Is the company successful now? Uh, the company had very, very difficult last year because we were under attack of the government. Uh, this year we're a little bit better. So we, are, uh, we lost our profitability. I mean, we're still profitable, but we, uh, we were extremely profitable. We were so profitable so we, we were in vie of all the uh, people and authority and businessmen and uh, someone else. Now we are relatively like others, like market, and I'm looking for the way how to return the previous level of profitability.
uh, uh, is it is it your extreme profitability that made the government attack you because they probably wanted to take the company over? Is that what happened? Mm, not only profitability. I think the uh, the company was presented uh, in a very beautiful and progressive way, and it's not so much companies which are regionally located in not in Kiev and have less means to defend themselves than, for example, Kiev organizations. So after change of the government, of the president, um, they completely changed the um, local people. So it was no, uh, there were no Odessa men anymore. Everybody were from Donetsk, and it was completely different culture. So they attack the company or to receive some ownership or to receive some money, but big junk of money. So uh, it was very, very difficult. And I think it's, it was also one of the reasons why my wife passed away, because uh, it was not possible to survive even physically under this attack. We were uh, almost under threat of arrest. So they blackmail us that if we are not give up some shares, they will arrest us, and so on and so on. Wow, wow. So it was very difficult. Wow. It, was, it was the worst year, I think, in my life. I mean, 2011. And it's interesting. Uh, when you think the situation could not be worse, you just should expect that it will be worse. Oh, my God. Tell me, Vlad, Vlad. Yes. You know, let's speculate. If you did not have the methodology, if you did not have teamwork, if you didn't have a good structure and good people running the company, if the comp if the government would have attacked you, would you have survived? Uh, okay, I think that if I will not have a methodology, I have very big chance not to survive even before the ability of government to attack me. Wow. Uh, wow. Many companies they. Uh, Bank, uh, had a bankruptcy in crisis during the 2008 because in Ukraine we lost 70% uh, of uh, our currency. So our currency became cheaper 70%. And because we are doing only import, it's very, very difficult to survive when you are selling the products that you are buying for dollars or for euro, not for grivna. So I think that the, the fact that we survived crisis, it's a very big advantage of using methodology. Uh, then, after we, uh, uh, after we uh, survived and were attacked by the government, I think that the main um, influence of the methodology was not that the company was so good structured. I think that the main influence was that we had so big mutual trust and respect in, inside the organizations that everybody were interested in our survival without changing in ownership. Because people in the organization management, they felt uh, the spirit of the people who are attacking, and they understood that even if they will keep their uh, jobs and salaries, they will never continue to work on them because uh, they could not adapt the culture, the wow. culture. So I think this, this is, is more important. This is more important. So creating the special culture with a big mutual trust and respect is very good in, in a crisis situation because everybody will be fight for the culture. It's like fighting for the motherland. Fantastic. You know, this is a very interesting what you say because in another company they have an expression, B-A and A-A. 
what happened before Adizis and after Adizis. And some, you know, if you want to keep talent, having the Adizis culture is the best way to keep the talent because people don't want to go to work for another company that doesn't have this culture. They stay because of the culture, not the money. They no, but we are, we are too young company. We couldn't say BAAA because we started implementing Adizis in 2004 <laughs> and the company was created in 1994. So we, we have 50% of our life with Adizis. <laughs> so it's like to be born with Adidas. <laughs> Thank you, Vlad. Let's take a break and then I have a really interesting question to ask you. Thank you. Stay connected. Sign up for our newsletter. Go beyond your favorite Voice America shows. Visit iradioblog.com. Join the Adesis Graduate School for online master's and Ph.D. programs. Get involved with in-depth research into how change can be managed on many levels across disciplines and cultures worldwide. The clinical programs train practitioners with methods that have been used with exceptional results by certified Adesis associates and clients for decades. Core concepts include the proven adesis theory and spiral dynamics, an emerging theory of human social evolution. For more information, go to adesisgraduateschool.org. Learn about applying the adesis methodology in your organization's decision-making process. Our comprehensive training programs include a three-day introduction to the adesis methodology, Breakthrough to Prime, and Leading Highly Effective Teams, a detailed seven-day seminar. The seminars are valuable for corporate leaders, key executives, and others involved in the decision-making process. Our trainings are available around the world and in multiple languages. For more information about these and other training programs available, please visit adesis.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to paula at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. What we just have heard is a very important thing for the audience to hear. We have it in the first section, in the first, in the first uh, broadcast that we had interview with company in Mexico, Frisa, which is also under attack because of all the hijacking of people and the big level of crime because of the drugs. Those of you that heard that interview saw the same thing. The company was under attack and they survived. Why? Because the workers were protecting management. Can you believe that? The workers were protecting management. And here we have another example where the government corrupt as it is, was trying to take over the company, 
attacking the company, and how did it survive? Because it held together, they held hands together, a body system, because of the culture which are trust and respect that these have established. Vlad, were there any difficulties in implementing that this methodology? Because you see, you are very unique. You immediately saw the opportunity, you understood what it is all about, you even contributed with thoughts, you even picked up, you know, my recommendation to do yoga, I started doing yoga, I mean, you mm -hmm. are like a sponge, you pick up things, you accept them, adapt them, and go forward. We have other executives which are, you know, not, don't have faith, and they're holding back, and they're not so sure, and they don't know, and then the methodology doesn't work so well. What is your recommendation to CEOs? What should they, why would you succeed with the methodology and they will not? What should be your advice? Okay. Uh, I think that uh, if you really want to have a beautiful kids, you should love your wife. Uh, the same with the methodology. So if you um, love the methodology, if you have some emotions and some feeling about the methodology, you will, you will never doubt about implementing. It's very, very difficult to implement methodology if you're not first person of the organization, because if you're not having uh, the complete authority uh, to implement, you should have very big support of the, of the boss which maybe not will be suited well because he should also understand that it will be a very big change for himself. So for myself, uh, uh, my childhood was always change, 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 and change. It's very natural to change. So that's why it's so easy for me to implement methodology. Sometimes CEO, they just uh, don't want to change because if they, if they will change, they should change uh, themselves and even in sense of value. For example, mutual trust and respect, it's a value which will be not suitable for everybody. Sometimes people uh, consider that they prefer to pay more and to shout and to scream on the employees. And, of course, mutual trust and respect has nothing to do with this. So you should read it. I mean, read one of the books. You should understand if it's your values or not. It's better to formulate your values before starting to work with the digital mythology because the conflict of values could bring you in a very big war. So if you're in... Uh, in in aligning of values, if you feel that it's the same values and you could just fight for them in a, in a positive sense, it's very easy to implement methodology. So for me, the biggest, uh, the biggest challenge was that uh, in the organization you have a people with a different, different level of uh, understanding and helping uh, to implement methodology. And, and, and my challenge was to, to pick the best one. And that's why I was traveling to convention to understand who is better in phase five, who is better in phase six, like Shimon, for example, and, and so on. Aha, this is very smart. You're coming to the convention to choose which uh, associates can deliver which phase yes. which are best for you. That's yes. very good, very good, very good. I hope we didn't disappoint you. Did we have any associates, don't mention the name, but did we have any associates that disappointed you? Uh, I found some associates that are not, uh, uh, how to say, praying what they preach. I mean, uh, that they're not 
totally share the value in action. So they could tell that they share the value, but they, they were not good enough leaders, but not on the level of principal associates. So when we are speaking about principal associates, all of, all of them were very good. Thank you. Vlad, if you had to start all over again your company, what would you do differently? Uh, it's a very difficult question because um, I made a lot of mistakes in the beginning just because I didn't know how difficult it is. So now I know very well how difficult it is. And that's why it will be very difficult for me to start a new company, to start a startup. Uh, but definitely uh, I will uh, pick the people according to the values. This is my most important thing, what I'm doing now. And uh, I'm sure that people that I'm hiring, they must be happy, fulfilled in uh, professional and private life. They should have a values. They should have, a, have their personal desires, which will be not in conflict in uh, goals and targets of organization. So, of course, I will start from uh, people. What is very interesting is that uh, because of Adidas methodology, I could say that I'm not very strongly concerned about strategy. So I'm not thinking about strategy anymore. I'm thinking about people. Excellent, excellent. I want to uh, underline what you're saying. The most important asset a company can have is its culture. So if you bring people that don't share the culture that you want to have in the company, people that do not command and grant respect, they could be a genius, but they are a bad apple. They spread bad vibes. They fight with everyone. They are not team players. They have no respect and no trust of other people. That can destroy your company because all the energy that should go into fighting the competition is spent in fighting each other. So you are, the most important thing is the kind of people that follow the culture that you want to have in the company. So as the company is organized correctly and you have good executives to run the different divisions and there is teamwork, what is then the role of the CEO? is just to be an integrator, just to work for the culture, to work for the values, and the system works by itself anymore. The car drives by itself. You are just watching. It's like an out, you know, a servo mechanical aeroplane. It flies by itself. You're just watching that there are no deviations. You're just Absolutely. checking when there's a small deviation, you correct it back, of course. And what are you watching? Values. Absolutely. Values, values, values. Oh, Vlad, but how difficult or how easy is to have the values of mutual trust and respect? in a country where there is no mutual trust and respect, in a country, in a market which is relatively corrupt, and uh, how do you survive? I, I could tell you, I could tell you, Ishik, it's, it's very easy. It's very easy because people, Please. they have a deficit of that. It's like a deficit of love. If you have a society with uh, no love at all, it's very easy to find the people who who express the desire to have this love and to have this respect and trust. It's, it's, wow. not, a, it's not a problem. You know, I was asked yesterday a question by somebody here in the center I'm right now. Why is this so fantastically famous and successful in Russia? I don't know whether you know, 
blood, but we are... Sberbank, yeah, no. Not only Sberbank, now we got also the city of Moscow. The whole city of Moscow is going to be our client. And we have the Russian atomic energy with 30,000 people and the Russian electricity company and the largest petrochemical. Why are we there? so enormously successful there? Because people are thirsty for mutual trust and respect. They yes, are thirsty absolutely. For They're just thirsty, you're right. And it's like bringing water to the desert. And you... So I could tell you more. It's even, it's even more Ichak because it's a very strong tool how it attracts the right people. So you just could say that we have a digital methodology implemented and you could re immediately receive 10 or 15 very good and important people in your organization which will be completely according to your values. Fantastic. This is a great value. Great, great value. You don't lose good people, and you attract good people. I mean, what else can you dream for if you do that? Fantastic. Uh, thank you. But let's take a break, and then we have more questions. One okay. more break. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. The Adesis Speakers Bureau can present the Adesis methodology and its approach to harnessing the power of change to your top management team. The presentations, either in person or via a live video hookup, can be delivered in a two-, four-, or six-hour format. Participants can derive immediate benefit from the material and put their new knowledge to use right away. For luncheons, corporate retreats, and strategic planning meetings presented in a variety of languages, visit www.adesis.com. The Adesis Management Methodology increases the speed at which organizations are able to implement change and solve their problems. The methodology introduces an innovative process, culture, and system that allow organizations to achieve dramatic growth in both revenue and profits. Build your success from within. Adesis Management Methodology is delivered by the Adesis Institute with offices worldwide. Introducing a new management paradigm. Visit www.adesis.com for the Adesis Institute today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. If you have a question or comment about the program, please call in to 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. Or send an email to paula at adesis.com, spelled A like America, D like Denmark, I like Israel, Z like in Zambia, E like in Ecuador, and S like Spain. Now, back to the program. Vlad, Vlad, my friend, I, I, I was always impressed with your creativity. You come to our convention, and at the end of the convention, have 20 different successions, suggestions how we should do better and what we should do better. You are, now that you are out, hopefully out of the government attack and you have more time, I would like to share with you more and bring you in to advise me what to do better, what to 
better, what we can do better. Because we have such an important message for the industry, for companies, for management. So we want to improve as well. So let me ask you a question. What was your biggest mistake you made? Not just with Adidas, just period, any mistake uh, which you are willing to share. And what did you learn from it? What is the biggest learning experience you had? Yeah, we are speaking about management, or we are speaking about uh, private life, or we are speaking about what? No, live, live pro- private life, management. We are speaking about management. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't think that it will be very modest to say that I didn't have huge mistakes. I had a lot of small mistakes. But because I always uh, ask opinion of other people and I was trying to uh, make a decision in consensus, I never made a very huge mistake. So I could say that this mistake was completely ruined my life or something like that. Uh, We were quite conservative even with credits, even in the moment when every additional dollar was very, very available for us, and all banks were in line to give us money. We didn't uh, take too much money. So to to say that we we had a huge mistake, no. Uh, Some mistakes I could tell you, which is a mistake, for example, real estate. So I uh, over-evaluate the role of real estate in, in a retail, and uh, it was our family mistake that we thought with uh, my wife that if we uh, have more fixed assets, it will help our business. Mm. Crisis uh, showed that it's vice versa. So if you have asset light strategy, which means less assets, uh, better returns, it's quite better than just to sit on the very expensive real estate and be proud of owning of this real estate. So this this was uh, quite expensive mistake. It, it it was not a huge mistake, but it was very expensive mistake. And it's very and difficult you, to sell a real estate um, more expensively that you already bought it. So usually you should sell it yes, uh, cheaper. And, and, and what did you learn from this mistake? What did you learn? How did you become a better manager because of it? Uh, I've, I've learned that uh, CEO, especially founder of the main owner of the organization, he must manage the question of leverage. So he must understand what does it mean debt ratio, so the ratio between debt and all assets, and must look not only on profitability of the company, but also the ratio between profitability and assets. Because it's very easy for managers to create profitability, increasing dramatically the amount of assets organization. It's very easy just to have more inventory on warehouse, just to have more debit to your customers, just to have more fixed assets like real estate because you're not paying uh, so much rent and so on. But uh, really, it's so expensive for the organization, and you could understand it only after years after you made this investment. So you should be very careful with that. And I am following now the rule, no more than 40% debt ratio. So this is my maximum. So I will never do 41. Very interesting. You know, let, me, uh, uh, let me make a commentary for the audience. Yes. Uh, I want to underline a very important sentence that Vlad said. Uh, 
he did not make a major big mistake, makes all kinds of small mistakes, and he attributes it to the fact that he listens to other people. You see, when you work in a vacuum, you can make major mistakes. But when you work with other people and they can point to you where are the holes in your argument, they can point to you where the weaknesses are, the chances are that you're going to avoid making big mistakes. There is a Jewish expression that the Jewish sages, rabbis say, who is the wise man? The one who learns from everybody else. So the capability to learn from others. A good manager has his ego in control. He does not believe that he knows it all. He is willing and capable of listening to others, identifying what something is good or not good, and integrating the best of the ideas of other people to get the best idea for the totality. And that's what God is doing. That's why he didn't make major mistakes. Where are we going now? Where are we going to go with Europe? Yeah, uh, okay. What? Before that, just just another very very short mistake which I did before, but I never do it uh, now. Uh, we have an expression that in family business, it's never too late to fire the manager. So now I have a rule: if I want to fire somebody, and after one month after that, I still want to fire this person, I usually do it. Before that, I I could just to have a desire to fire somebody and keep it one, two, three, and even five years. And I could uh, make a very big damage in the organization. Absolutely. So if you really want to fire somebody, usually it's too late. Usually you, you should fire him quite before. Uh, you know, the rule uh, uh, in management is when you hire a new person, if you don't want to keep them after six months, that's a maximum, you must fire them. Because after six months, it's very difficult to fire them. So you have six months to replace them. After six months, which is the time you're testing them, if you are not 100% sure with them, fire them. No more than six months. And I'm glad you're saying that because success is how fast you make corrective action. When you yes. drag it and drag it and drag it, it costs you a fortune. A fortune. A fortune. But you know what? It should also... Be careful whom you hire, because very often many managers hire very easily, and then they start firing very easily. Or not the, the worst is to hire easily, to fire not easily. <laughs> now you are really in trouble. How do you hire the people? When you interview them, what do you look for? When you were looking for the best associates to serve your company, what were you looking for? How do you know what is good and not, not good? It's very interesting. Uh, I divide all the people, because of the indigenous methodology, which helps me a lot, I divide all the people, green people and red people. So people uh -huh. who, yes, so people uh, who are specialists, like uh, HR or IT person or a financial person or marketing person, which are normally no, it's uh, red people. Um, I am following the track records, how they were good in different organizations. I am asking them questions, why they still sit in the red units, because in red units you have less influence than in green units. And I am checking their motivation. And if values more or less are the same, I could make a decision. The most interesting is the, is the green unit. This is the most important. 
because green unit, it's very difficult to define that this is a good professional because usually uh, they have a very messy uh, biography before. Uh, it's people with uh, quite more responsibility and people who, who were looking at the uh, grand total in the end of the, the total bottom line, yeah? people who are responsible for bottom line. And uh, uh, for me, it's very important that they, they will achieve the result not by any means. Also, they, have, they should have some limitations by values. Respect people, uh, be on time, be leader, showing the example, and so on and so on. Uh, now, having all this segmentation, green and red, it's more or less easy for me because I, I saw it many, many times. I, I'm not lazy to hire people. So I, I could make a mistake, but I will fix the mistake. So if I will hire somebody who is wrong, I will fix it. Uh, but sometimes what what is in, in management happen when when you're just lazy to hire new people that's why you're not fire the wrong people this is very worst case scenario absolutely guys this is a very interesting interview i learned a lot a lot as usually when i talk to you i learned a lot and i'm very very proud to be working with you please lad keep in touch whenever you want us to be back to do anything here we are at your service just let us know Thank you, Thank you very so much. much, and I appreciate this call. Thank you very much, and best, yes. let's talk to her next week. Thank you very much. For Bye. me, it was a pleasure. Bye. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us this week for Adesis Methodology for Collaborative Management for Exceptional Results with Dr. Ishak Adesis. Please tune in again next Saturday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until then, enjoy your weekend and... A successful week. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america business channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericabusiness.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the voice america talk radio network its staff and management